Hey, fellow truth seekers. On behalf of Dawn and I, we want to welcome you to Protect Your Peace podcast, where we will be bringing truth to light because we know that the truth sets us free. Together, we will explore current events unfolding around us, dive deeper into the underlying spiritual realities, and equip you, our listeners, with spiritual weapons to protect your peace. We are going to fight the good fight together. We're so glad that you're here. All right. Well, welcome, friends, to episode number four of Protect Your Peace. I am Dawn Funk, and uh, I've got some beautiful friends here. Um, Rebecca, as always, as part of this amazing podcast, and we're so grateful that you guys are taking some time today to listen to this amazing um, topic that I really think is going to hit your heart and really elevate um, just more truth in your life. But before we dive in, um, I would love to just turn it over to Rebecca to open us up in a prayer today. Oh, thank you, Dawn. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us place ourselves in the presence of God. Jesus, you are God. You are present to us. You see us. You hear us. You are with us. We ask you to send your Holy Spirit to guide this podcast, and to bless all those who are listening. O Holy Spirit, beloved of our souls, we adore thee. Enlighten us, guide us, strengthen us, console us. Give us your orders and tell us what we should do. We promise to submit ourselves to all that you desire of us and to accept all that you permit to happen to us. Let us only know your adorable will and allow us to do it. Amen. Mm-hmm. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much. That was beautiful. And, um, you know, again, today's topic, I'm just really encouraging every single one of you to have an open mind, because this one, I think of, of any of the podcasts that we've done so far, could be a little more controversial. But, you know, as someone um, that has partaken um, in yoga, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, You know, I myself had my eyes closed uh, to really how the devil works and how Satan is really rampant in our world. And so, you know, again, I think today is going to really just open your eyes um, to just more truth um, that is going on in our world. And so, um, you know, I just want to remind you that, you know, Rebecca actually wrote this and I stole it from her. Okay. That the devil always mimics the good that God does. And, you know, we just have to remember that the devil is out there to confuse us, to steal from us, to rob from us. And so when we think about this topic of yoga, Um, you know, you're going to really hear some things today that I think are going to cause you to maybe reanalyze, um, you know, your choices when it comes to exercise. So without further, um, you know, ado, I just really want to bring on my beautiful friend, Tammy. Um, she lives up in Michigan and, uh, we got the opportunity to meet at a ladies retreat. Gosh, has it been two years or a year ago? Yeah, two years ago. And uh, she's actually had come down to my home and, you know, we just really hit it off. I think I really just connected with her authentic personality and just the light that comes off of her. And so, Tammy, um, just please take a few minutes and just kind of give us some background about yoga, um, you know, and just to kind of set the the foundation uh, for your story, which we're going to hear from in a little bit. So go ahead and take it away, friend. Great. 
Hi, um, I'm Tammy Notoriano, and I have taught um, over thousands of um, classes, Christian yoga classes. So um, what I'm going to show you, and we'll put it in the chat, is this gripped, gripped by a dark hand. This is one thing that somebody from my church who refused to allow me to do Christian yoga in um, my church gave me when I was... Um, like really searching for more truth. So I'm going to read the, a little bit of this to you just to give you a, a boundary. But from Hosea 4, 6, my people, not unbelievers, my people, which are believers and Christians, are destroyed from lack of knowledge. So I think that that's like my, my um, scripture that I keep going back to. Like I, I believed with all my heart that what I was doing was really glorifying God, but I have learned differently. So this starts as yoga is a Hindu religious practice that is meant to gain complete control over a person's body, soul, and spirit. Its origin in pagan Hinduism ties it to many ungodly ideas and thus makes it wrong. It is a very dangerous weapon of Satan because it is wrapped in light. It is darkness wrapped in light. The word yoga means to union or to yoke. And the union means to blending together of a person's consciousness into a cosmic or universal, universal consciousness called enlightenment, new age. That's all new age. Yoga practices, um, the practices of yoga come in four parts, breathing exercises, relaxation practices, simple meditation and body postures. So some of my, um, my own, the people that I love even were like, well, it feels good in my body. I'm not worshiping other gods. I'm lifting everything up to Jesus. And that is exactly what I thought too, but listen to this. Um, part of the larger Hindu system of health and healing, yoga must be seen as a spiritual exercise designed to bring spiritual results. Called the enlightenment, described um, the path begins as you perform the exercises, the breathing techniques, and begin to experience feelings of peace and stillness. So of course you're going to feel this peace but that's the deception from the evil one. You think that you're raising it up to God where there is, it's almost an oxymoron. You cannot bring the two together. Just like in the Old Testament, the Lord tells us to destroy all of the pagan gods. He isn't redeeming them. He wants them destroyed. So this says these changes in conscience, consciousness are the hooks that Satan uses to draw in the souls. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. These feelings of bliss and quietness that yoga practitioners experience are very deceptive and binding with demonic activity. The enlightenment experience mentioned above is a state of perfect possession in which a, de a demon or antichrist spirit has taken complete control over the person. So in Isaiah 5.20, it says, we unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter 
for sweet and sweet for bitter. This is the problem. We, we get so confused with this. And then one of the aspects that is often seen in yoga practitioners is that a deceptive spirit has confused truth and clear lines become blurry. Even when it's called Christian yoga, you cannot separate it from its Hindu roots or the origin. So that was where I was. I was like, well, I don't do the regular yoga. I do Christian yoga and it's covered by the blood of Jesus. But unfortunately, even setting your feet in the postures and not saying the Sanskrit word, you're still offering that practice up to Hindu gods. So I'm gonna read to you a little bit more. Um, this is done through the Hatha yoga, which is what I was trained in which is the physical postures where one seeks to tap into what Hindus call the Kundalini spirit, which is a spiritual force described as a coiled white serpent of light, which lies at the base of the spine around the chakras. Hindus believe that the Kundalini can aid them in their transcendence of impersonal spiritual manism. For the Hindu, the physical postures of yoga are essentially keys that unlock the spiritual realm for the purpose of losing all attachments to the physical. Now, do you think that's Christ-like? The material world, which we believe is elusive or illusion, there should be no doubt about it. Yoga is completely um, against what Christ would want for us in a biblical worldview. It is a 2000 year old Hindu religious practice designed for very specific spiritual and occult purposes. God strictly forbids his people from um, worshiping pagan and false gods. So I also wanted to tell you that um, the occult practices and yoga should not be viewed as an exception, it, a lot of people are confused and think that yoga is just exercise. There is nothing about that is exercise. We are not even moving our body. We are holding these postures. And when you go through a sun salutation, which is a flow, it is literally a flow lifted up to like 3000 gods. Uh, there are countless ways to exercise that have nothing to do with pagan practices. So again, I want to come back to Hosea 4.6. My people, believers, Christians, people who really, really love Jesus are destroyed from lack of knowledge. Wow, Tammy, that's incredible. I mean, just hearing it from scripture, especially is yeah. so powerful and um, listening to you, I can't help but think of like the original deception, right? Adam and Eve and the serpent tempting her by something good, a fruit, right? And saying, look, this is good. And you'll have some benefits by eating this fruit, right? You'll know like God. And it, so it makes so much sense that the, the evil one would use something like yoga mm -hmm. and tempt people into the quote goodnesses of it. But behind that smokescreen is truly uh, a lot of evil activity that none of us would ever want to mess with. So 
Um, and I think too, in the bigger picture, this is something so important for us to be aware of because, you know, in our world today, there are so many temptations or even, uh, things that look seemingly good or that you had mentioned, you know, but I feel good when I do yoga, I feel like I'm getting healthy. And I think there's a lot of things in our world and our culture and society that we feel good doing, but we really have to be responsible stewards of our time, how we're spending our time and what we're, you know, what we're spending our time doing. And I think it can come in all different forms, you know, yoga being one of them, but even simple things like, um, well, because with yoga, you know, you are putting yourself in somewhat of a medium like state, you know, you're opening up this, this gate this door to the dark side, which there are many things that can do that, such as like video games, you know, something, you, you know, what, you know, my kids just want to have fun and play with their friends, but uh, what spells were cast on those video games before they were, when they were created or, you know, what's at the root of those games or even TV itself. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people listening watch TV and TV doesn't right. have to necessarily be evil. But there is a lot that can come through that screen through even just commercials. You could be an innocent bystander by watching the commercials and uh, so many uh, evil spirits that come through uh, the, the messages that are not from God, I guess you would say. Of course, there's, there's things like pornography and um, you know we could go on and on, but there are many things that seem seemingly appear good that really behind them are, are dangerous and evil and we don't want to open ourselves up. And so I'm so grateful you're sharing this message today, uh, just the roots of it and behind it. I didn't know some of the things that you had shared. So that's so fascinating. Yeah. And, you know, and I just want to add too that you guys really have some discernment. Um, you know, I think of, you know, in particular, like when I think about yoga, there are some like clothing companies, for example, that really promote yoga, right? And, and making a lot of money. But one of the things that I've been doing a lot lately is I have been going and researching who owns this company. Like, I want to know more about the owner. And what has been blowing my mind um, just since I've started doing that is how many of these influential business owners and people um, that really kind of control, right? A lot of the things that are bought are atheists or, you know, are that people that are not godly people. And so when you think about that, they have people that are publicly saying, I don't believe in God. And then they own these businesses and companies that are promoting things like yoga. It makes you go, Hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's an ulterior motive right. with that. So, right. um, so again, like guys, again, listening, I was just as naive as anyone. I thought it was harmless and fun. And as a stressed out mom with four kids, I was like, man, I just, I like it because it's relaxing, you know, and I can yeah. go and, and this calming room and, you know, I didn't know what I didn't know. And that's what the goal is today. Again, it's not to bash any of you, make anyone feel bad, but to really just bring some truth to light. And I love Tammy that you've you know brought in a lot of the scripture. I've been writing and taking notes because um, again, anything that we share is not the gospel. It's for you to take and go research yourself, and more importantly, to pray about it. Yeah. Because I do believe that when you bring prayer into this, God will 
will help you, you know, know the truth even more. So with that, well, that's a really good point. It makes me think there, there, you know, it can be difficult and I don't know, Tammy, you know, I think you're going to share a story with us, but yeah. for someone who is attached to yoga or loves yeah. doing it to just say, okay, I'm not going to do it. That might be hard for some right. people. Right. And so it's going to be a matter of asking that question. What is my ultimate goal? What is my ultimate end? Is it um, holiness? Is it sanctification? Is it heaven? Um, and if so, then it is worth really doing, you know, digging deep to make the right decision, especially if this could, you know, compromise that ultimate, ultimate goal of, of heaven. You know, I, I forget who yeah. said it, but there was a quote, you know, no one goes to hell alone and no one gets to heaven alone. Mm. And so, you know, you're like, you mentioned these businesses and, clothing lines and all of that. It's, we really have to be good stewards of our time, our money and our, our bodies. Yes. Um, well, and that's where too, it's just, it's so popular today. I think that's absolutely. why a topic like this is going to create some controversy because it's so everywhere you look, I mean, sales ads, you know, everywhere. It's just yoga has been become so popular. Um, and last thing, and then Tammy, I want you to share your story again. Like you know, guys, I had a gym a couple of years ago and we actually had, you know, yoga was taught in our gym. And I went and bought like a real, you know, a uh, cool candle that I thought made a, a, you know, calming atmosphere. And I went to some of the classes and again, I just, I didn't know what I didn't know, but here's what I'll tell you <clears throat> is that I didn't have as much of God in my life as I do today. And so I feel like when you have less God, you have more room to be deceived <laughs> from the devil. You know what I mean? And so um, that's where I feel like God is really bringing a lot more truth to light mm -hmm. because of my, you know, relationship with Rebecca and ladies like Tammy, you know, we are coming together as women and giving more time to God. And that's, you know, having an impact on me. Um, and I'm so grateful for that. So Tammy, let's. Yeah hear your story. Um, and just thank you so much again for just being so open and honest with everything. Thank you. Well, um, I won't go into, I mean, your story, I'm 52, so that could take forever, but, um, I will tell you growing up, um, I was, my grandmother, um, was very traditional, but my mother was, um, now that I look back, I think a little more new agey than I realized. I think, in the 80s, you know, things were starting to get really popular with um, with psychics and stuff like that. So um, when I was growing up, she had been married and divorced several times. You know, I won't get into the the uh, stuff, but I was um, molested and I was raped, which also um, will bring demonic forces in because it is something that is not from God, obviously. So. I had that kind of stuff that I dealt with and secrets, not telling people what was happening to me, um, just keeping it all inside as a young child with all this trauma. And then I have this mother who's this free spirit that was taking me to psychics and tarot card readings and um, making it more normalized, which I, to me, I'm like, I was like 13, 15, 17 years old. She's taking me to these psychics. And at the time, just like yoga, I had no idea it was bad. My mother's taking me. Why would I think it's bad? Um, now, obviously I know it's not like you have Jesus 
come to your Ouija board party and cover over a Ouija board so that you're protected. You just don't mess with that kind of stuff. But at the time I didn't know. And then my first roommate um, was into witchcraft. I don't think she was necessarily a witch, but she was definitely dabbling with stuff like that. So I had these familiar spirits. And if you don't know much about like your spiritual realm, there are these familiar spirits that, you know, when we have, um, when we have sin, these, these spirits attached to us, like when God was um, tempted, he had no sin. So there was nothing for the devil to latch on. But unfortunately, we are born into sin, generational and all that. So um, you have that. And then fast forward to I'm married and we're going through this horrific um, spiritual battle. My husband is, um, I can't even get into all that, but really low points where I was depending on the Lord for every single moment of every breath of my life. And somebody from church who I respected a great deal at my church um, said to me, I own a Christian yoga studio and I, I'm not going to bring in names or anything because I went through all of these trainings with them, but they offered me six months free Christian yoga. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm going to try this. This sounds wonderful. I was at a low point where I just really needed to be poured into. So when I would get on my mat, I would just feel this amazing, like to me, it felt like the Holy Spirit was just washing over me. I was I was surrendering myself on my mat, just crying and purging all the stuff that I had been holding on to for years and decades, maybe my whole life. And um, at the time, I thought I was giving it all to God. Now I realize that when we surrender ourselves and we're not surrendering it to the Lord, I have I opened myself up to like a spiritual battle. So when I went through um, some training, I decided to become a Christian yoga instructor. And when I went through some training right before then, um, I felt like God really wanted me to go through this soul care. And soul care is where you just go through all these steps in your life and you purge everything. And I was actually delivered from the demonic um, lust and perversion from the rapes and molestation um, and also from um, psychic um, you know, medians and all that stuff. So I went into this um, Christian yoga instructor certification with all the doors shut, like the, the Lord delivered me from everything, shut all the doors only to the next day to go and open them all wide open again, which I had no idea. I thought this was amazing. So fast forward for five five years, I taught thousands of classes. I was very high up in this organization, um, which I have to keep anonymous, you know, because of, I don't want to get in any kind of legal battles, but it doesn't matter. I taught thousands of classes in person, thousands of classes online. I literally, it was my idol. I didn't realize it because it's cloaked in this ministry of Jesus. It was cloaked in this like beautiful wrapping. And I think when um, the Lord um, gave me um, the truth, he confirmed that I didn't have to be condemned because my heart was pure. I, I was deceived and the Lord allowed it because he had me rise up to almost the top of this organization in order for this truth to be exposed so that I could speak truth. But 
So five years, I'm going through this and um, there's like a shift. I Once I um, became higher up, I felt this shift in power. I didn't really understand it, but instead of getting so much into the meat of like the ministry, I became more into the yoga. It was all of a sudden the yoga, I became just so great at the yoga without even, I mean, I, I did many trainings, but it just, it was a weird shift. I can't really explain. Sorry, my dog. And um, anyway, um, once um, I hired somebody else to kind of take another position, I felt that shift again, but this time the shift went for her power and my power, it was, it was weird. It was, it's hard to explain until I tell you the rest of the story, but there was this shift where all of a sudden I was getting attacked from all the doors that from my past were opening up. I had somebody ask me to come do a Christian chair um, yoga class. I go there and as soon as I'm done, she says, okay, who's next for the psychic? And I was like, oh my goodness. There was a psychic in the house two psychics actually. And they were, as I'm doing this Christian yoga class, they're having all the people go through the psychic. So as soon as I got out of there, I knew that there was something that was attached to me because that's my um, door. That's, that's something that I had closed and the door was wide open. So then anytime I was driving, it was like, if I saw a psychic sign, it was like in neon lights. And then I was um, with a friend and she asked me to go to this fair. We walk in and it's nothing but psychics, medians, crystals. And I, I just kept saying in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And um, I asked her to please get me out of there. And all the psychics were looking at me and I could tell that the spirits were like, you know, come because one of them even said, you want to know your future, don't you? And, you know, come, come. And I just felt like the familiar spirit that had, you know, been opened in me was like wanting to go back. And so I reached out to a spiritual director that I'm very close with that has been um, training me for like a year that I've been under her leadership, Robia Scott. She's amazing. And uh, I reached out to her and I said, this is what's going on. I'm, I'm starting to have these demonic dreams and visions, um, all this psychic stuff, this lust and perversion. I'd have dreams about lustful, like I had been molested by a girl. So I'd have these dreams of these, these girls just like raping me, which I know this sounds horrible, but this is how severe the demonic is. And they were doing this. And when I would look at their faces, their faces would turn into demons and I would be catapulted up into the universe. So I just, I knew something was wrong. So when I reached out to her, I said, please tell me what's wrong. I need to, I, I need to be, you know, I need some guidance. And so I thought she was just going to say that like, you know, the enemy is trying to attack your ministry, this and that. And instead she said to me, Christian yoga is an oxymoron. And I was like, wait, what? And so she asked God to pray that I would receive it. And it was almost like the blinders were off. I think there's a spirit that we bring on when we really, really get into yoga that we, we have this defensive spirit. Anytime somebody wants to tell us that there's something wrong with it, we're going to defend it till the end. And that's how I was for five years. And it was almost like 
the prayer she did took the blinders off and um, my ears were open to hear. And for about a week, I was literally night and day researching the truth. She sent me tremendously amazing, um, you know, things to look up. And I couldn't even sleep at night because the demons were attacking me in visions. As soon as I was aware of it, then it was like, full boat. I was getting, I couldn't even close my eyes at night because it was the worst at night. So finally, after almost a week, I said to her, can you please deliver me from these spirits? I I'm being completely tormented. So I had a deliverance, which, you know, I think some people get freaked out by, but you know, we're not possessed because we still have the, the will of God, but we are completely the, the, enemy is using this darkness and these sins to latch on to us. So I, um, she delivered me, first of all, from the Kundalini spirit, which is what I spoke of. That's why I wanted to give you um, that. Think about the serpent, just like Rebecca said, the serpent. And of course, the Kundalini spirit is a snake wrapped around the base of your spine. So what happened is, as I was going deeper and deeper, and when that spirit shifted, that kundalini spirit was wrapped. So when I called my spiritual director, I literally had been coughing for two months and I couldn't figure out why I felt like I was choking and that my lungs were burning. So I kept thinking, do I have COVID? What is going on? And then not to get super graphic, but I think it's important for us to know the, um, the kundalini spirit, when it un coils, it goes all the way through your spine. And it was pressing down on my pelvis area, which was causing the demonic, uh, lustful dreams. And also I couldn't even control urination. Like I literally was wearing like pads and diapers practically the last two months that I was doing yoga because that Kundalini spirit was pressing down. So when she delivered me from the spirit I literally coughed out everything because you were breathing in all these demonic breathing exercises I had been doing this for thousands of classes and leading thousands of people so anyway that burning of my lungs went away my throat I stopped coughing all of the urination problems I know that that's kind of graphic but I think it's important for you to understand that it's not just these visions, these um, dreams, but it's also physically, like I, I physically could fear, feel that demonic spirit leaving my body. And then I also was delivered from, you know, any psychic um, type spirits, any divination, divination is being deceived and divination is in a lot of things. So anyway, I was delivered and I renounced yoga. Um, it was like a death for me in a way, but I knew that the Lord was um, going to fill everything because for me, the minute that I started teaching yoga, Christian yoga, I thought I was flowing with the Holy Spirit. I never wrote down a class. Like my body just flowed without, I didn't even know why or how. I just knew how to do it. And I knew that that wasn't the right spirit that I was. So for a whole month, I did nothing after I renounced it and I stepped down from my um, important job that I, you know, had that platform. Um, I didn't do any form of movement in my body except walking. I felt like the Lord needed to like retrain um, the, the brain. And I, I just, 
I purged out a lot of um, what I felt was my idol. Like I, I realized when I pulled all my yoga stuff out and put it in the garage, it was just this massive, massive pile. And the Lord said, that's your idol, not me. You take out the yoga and it's just me. And so now I, for this happened um, October 1st, I was delivered of 2021. So it's very new, very recent. Um, my team and the people that I love that I, that I was in community with for five years um, is no longer a part of my community. And, you know, I pray for them. I realize that it's hard when you renounce something and they're for something and they don't see it. it it's hard to have relationships. And I think the Lord took me away from that because I think it would have been harder for me to stay away from yoga because honestly, the enemy is constantly saying it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Like it's just this beautiful, you, you're so good at it, you know, but in my heart, I say, the Lord is all I need. I just need Jesus. There's plenty of ways to move my body than to do any yoga. So I do stretching. Well, I'll go into all that, but I, there's plenty of, of ways. So that's, that's my story in a nutshell, but it was very, very, not only spiritually damaging for my soul, but also mentally, physically, emotionally, I felt it all. So I, I know that it seems like yoga is so innocent, but it literally is darkness wrapped in light. No matter if you're doing Christian or regular, it is darkness. It's deception from the enemy. Oh, Tammy, that is so, your story is just so powerful. And to that point that you just made, what I'm hearing as I'm listening to you, it's like in the beginning, that evil gave you all these gifts, all yeah. of these wonderful, enjoyable, quote, seemingly fruitful things. But the minute you decided to renounce it, it's like he turned on you. Yeah. And started making you suffer terribly. <laughs> and it's unreal. I mean, how, you know, like how just how cunning and mean and deceptive and enticing it, it that could that evil mm -hmm. is and how, yes, I, I think deceptive is just the perfect word because they make it he they make it seem so wonderful, right? Until you acknowledge the truth and right. the reality. And if you think about the devil, he was the most beautiful of all the angels. Yes. So you think about yoga and yoga is like, usually you don't see heavy set yogis. You see these beautiful yogis in these form fitting. I mean, you can see every curve of their body. I mean, it's yes. just so apparent, you know, but yes. so deceptive. Yes. Well, and I think that's such an important point because the spiritual world is real. Angels are real. Demons are real. And we don't see them because they're not in the physical. They're not physical beings. They're spiritual beings. And so it's difficult for us to grasp that concept of, you know, these are a reality, but they're a reality we don't see. It's like, you know, it's like being in a house and you're in, in you die of carbon monoxide poisoning because you had no idea that the house was filling up, but you, there's still a death that happens as a result, even though you don't see it. And the same with, with demons and angels, thank goodness, you know, we have angels on the flip side to help us, but these demons, 
you know, I think something too, that I had learned at one point that I never realized demons actually have roles and responsibilities, just like angels. You know, there's angels that are made to glorify God. There's angels that are made to be our guardians. There's angels that have all different roles. Well, the demons too, they have, Mm -hmm. they have their specific demons assigned to specific uh, jobs to entice us into hell, to suffer forever, to take us away from God. And if that's true, if what I'm saying is true, then it would be very wise for all of us to start to learn how to defend ourselves, how to protect Mm -hmm. ourselves, how to not fall into the deception. And um, I think your story is just such a powerful thing. Thank you so much for like choosing the truth when I'm sure it was so hard and doing what, what you needed to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was not easy, but I also have realized that in these times, especially, um, the enemy is really using going at, in all angles to deceive. And so once I knew it was like, even though I was going to lose a lot, you know, in the, the world, I was gaining so much with Christ and he's brought remnant women like you. And I, I realized also when I was going through the prayer that the Lord said to me, no condemnation that, um, that everybody that he took what the enemy guided me into deception, but he used all of that for good because my heart was pure. So everybody that I poured into, I believe that he showed them his light through me because I I do believe that, that I had a gift with that, but the enemy obviously knows that I have this gift and wanted to derail me, but the enemy or the, sorry, the Lord let me go to that level because he knew that I would be able to help set other people free. So that's why I feel like I have to speak. I, I feel like it's, I'm thankful that I was saved from the pit of hell. Like I, when you're, when you're saying that you're bringing more people to Christ and you're actually bringing them to different gods, that's scary, you know, but if you don't know, you're deceived. So I feel, and a lot of my friends say, oh, I, I go to all those yoga classes and I just concentrate on the Lord. It doesn't matter if they're chanting or doing all this other stuff. It's like, really, do you really think that if Adam and Eve were walking with the Lord in his presence and they were deceived that we can't be deceived? Like, who are we to say, you know, it's so obvious. So I'm, I really wanted to speak out because if I could save one more person from going through the demonic stuff that I've gone through or for being deceived to the point where they are growing a different kingdom when it's wrapped in light. Like I literally thought I was growing the kingdom of God for five years and I, it was my identity. And when people see me now, they think of me as that they, you know, the yogi, the, the Christian yogi and it like makes me sick because I, I was so deceived and there are still so many people that believe the lie. So I just really am thankful that God is going to use me. I am right now trying to figure a way of creating a flow for, especially for people who are renouncing yoga, because it, it starts to, you start to believe that that's the only way to move because you're doing it 24 seven. Cause the gods that are powering you aren't giving you peace unless you're doing it. 
in the beginning, it's different, but as you keep going, you start to feel like you can't find peace unless you're doing yoga. So you're doing it 24 mm seven. -hmm. And that's why in the schools, yoga is being infiltrated into the schools and the kids are more anxious than they've ever been. And you know, when the world is promoting something that there is something wrong with it because the enemy is of the world. We are of the light, which is of heaven. So I just, I am right now trying to find um, certain ways of moving my body where it is all God serving. Um, my friend and I are doing something called healing is stretching and the acronyms are HIS. It's all his. There's nothing there's no postures that will hurt you. It's all about stretching. So I mostly um, concentrate on stretching, fitness, and stretching. And I don't even do final rest because I feel like that's a yogi thing. And I don't do, um, I keep my tennis shoes on because shoes off and feet off. I feel like there's something about that, like rooting down into it that really gets you more spiritually demonically attacked. So I keep my shoes on. So I'm just learning, you know, I don't want to be fearful, but I also have worked really hard to find my freedom and I'm not going to lose it. So that's the biggest thing. The enemy wants to be back in my spirit and there is no spirit inside of me besides the Holy Spirit. And there will never be because I'm going to fight till my very last breath to only honor God in this beautiful way. So I'm going to find a different way of ministering to people by just loving them. And as far as meditation, I just take scripture, just like Hosea 4, 6. My people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. I just read that over my people that I, I lead and have them breathe the way God intended your breath to be, not yeah. mimicking or trying to make them do, you know, specific ways of breathing. The Lord gave us breath. It's his breath. The enemy steals it just like sex. He perverts sex when it's meant to be in the marriage to bring so much goodness. Anything that is, is perverted and, you know, made impure is the way the enemy uses it. So I just do meditation on the word, which is called Lectio Divina, divine reading. And I read it over four times, have you sit wherever you want. I don't have you sit on a mat with your hands a certain way. That's all worshiping other gods. So yeah, and just breathe and stretch your body. Look up, um, if you want to get away from yoga, look up like um, uh, stretching for athletes or stretching, um, you know, something that doesn't include yoga. So <laughs> I hope that helps. And um, yeah, I'm learning as I go. It's still so new, but I'm so thankful for this time to be able to speak my truth and the Lord's truth. Oh, for sure, Tammy. I, I love that. And well, and I just wanted to jump in and just remind you, and I know I have already, but just what you, you know, you said, like in those five years, when you didn't realize, you know, the deception, but, you know, God still used you in a powerful way and our friendship, like I would have never met you had it yeah. not for that event. So, you know, I just want to love on you again and remind you, you that your hearts, you know, is pure and you are an amazing woman, an amazing friend. And, um, you know, and I'm just so proud of your courage because mm -hmm. not a lot of people would be able to do what you are doing now and, and to pivot in such a powerful way 
you know, to just keep searching for the truth and to be in total alignment with Jesus. Um, and, you know, and I just want to encourage everyone who's listening, guys, this is a daily decision. Like, you know, you have to daily set your, um, your, you know, you talked about train your brain or retrain your brain. Like it's a daily decision to walk with Jesus. And, you know, we have to be very intentional about our thoughts and about the things that we do in life. Um, and so, you know, that's where our faith, um, really has to be at the forefront of every single day. And, uh, you know, not just going to church on Sunday and that's when I'm going to think about God. And then, you know, whatever else I do the rest of the week, I do, you know, um, that's not how we need to be living. We need to be very intentional about that. But, um, and Rebecca, she brought up something that I'm like, man, this needs to almost be a topic. So don't let me forget. But when you talked about how yoga is being brought into the schools and guys, I think our school system, and this is coming from a former public school teacher, a former college professor, um, our schools are really um, infiltrated with a lot of sinful things going on um, that you know, I think we really need to have a, a podcast about that and just, you know, the dangers of our public school system and how they are being infiltrated. Um, so I'm glad that you touched on that. But, uh, but anyways, as we're kind of wrapping up here, um, I would love for, you know, Rebecca, any last words, um, Tammy, if you want to jump in for any last thoughts, um, and then I'm just going to close it out, reminding you guys about our website um, and how you can find more information about today um, and be a part of our community because we are a growing group of people that are wholeheartedly, you know, connected to Jesus and on this mission to just not only, you know, discover truths, but to speak them and to bring other people to the light. So Rebecca, I would love to hear just any closing things from you, friend. Yes, absolutely. Well, and thank you again, Tammy, like Don said, for your courage. I and mean, this is a message that needs to be shared because I think there are a ton of people who just don't know. And it makes me think, about um, culpability, you know, it, it's talks about in the catechism that we are as culpable, like sometimes we do things we just didn't know it was wrong. And there's a lesser degree of culpability there. So if, if you're listening to this, and you're like, I'm doing yoga, or I love yoga, but I didn't know this. Um, that's okay. Now is just the time to take action and, and renounce it and make the changes and move in the right direction. And so what are some practical resources? I think Tammy gave some great, great examples, especially with some physical things you can still do, but also spiritually. I have this book here with me that um, I, I own this book and I keep it. And I've helped a lot of other people get this book. It's deliverance prayers for use by the laity. So this book is just chock full of prayers for all kinds of specific situations that we can find ourselves in to help fight the demonic, right? To help protect us, to help re free us mm -hmm. from, um, I always think of it as one time I went and heard an exorcist talk and he said, yeah, like little demons, they can almost get attached to you like little mm -hmm. stick tights, you know, like if you're walking through the woods and you come out and you've got these sticky things stuck to you, like that can happen because we're, we're living in this world where there is that demonic activity. And so this book is so powerful and so valuable to have as a resource for when you need it. Uh, this was written by Father Chad Ripperger. He is the head exorcist in the United States of America. So uh, his job is exercising demons every single day. And 
Um, I think too, he's also a great resource. If you go on YouTube and you search Father Chad Ripperger, many, many talks and topics will come up that are phenomenal. And I've, I'm always listening to, like when I have free time and I want to listen to a talk, it's almost always him that I listen to. And the reason is, is he is so plugged in so deep to the truth and the reality of what's going on in our country, our world, our souls, our politics, mm-hmm. you name it, our emotions, our psychological life, all of the, the interchanges between the physical world and the spiritual world. He talks about them and God has given him a a tremendous gift. And so he's an outstanding resource. If you want to learn more about spiritual warfare and uh, spiritual activity, he go to YouTube and search him or any of his books are also outstanding. And then I think the last thing I'll just say is like Dawn mentioned in the beginning, the, the devil, he is trying to entice us and he will take something good, anything good God creates he, he can't create. So what he does is he takes God's beautiful creation, whatever it is, and he t- just distorts it or twists it. And ultimately what yoga is, is it's a counterfeit peace. Mm-hmm. People do it. They want peace. Of course, we're made for peace, yes. but the peace that yoga seemingly gives, it is a counterfeit. So just remember that and know if you're experiencing peace from yoga, it is a false peace because it doesn't come from God. And the, the, the great news is, is we have access to true peace. That's what we're all made for. God is peace. God is love. And so, uh, Tammy great gave great physical examples of things that we can replace with yoga, but spiritually for peace, we have so many opportunities for us to plug into peace. And ultimately the way to be at peace, to have peace is to tap into and plug into the source of peace, which is God. And the way we do that is through prayer, but I don't want to say just prayer because that's so vague and broad. What do I mean by that? How can we really, I'll give you a great example before this podcast. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know much about yoga at all. Like, I don't have anything even to add. So what did I do? I was like, I guess like you could even say, I, I don't know if I had anxiety, but I was like, um, you know, so what did I do? I stopped and I made an act of adoration and I, I just, I stopped everything, closed my eyes, put myself in the presence of God. I acknowledge his presence, my presence. I adore, I made an act of adoration. I adored him. Father, you are my father and I am your daughter. You are my source of peace. Holy spirit, come and dwell within me. Come with your fruits and your gifts. So I'm, I'm connecting, I'm plugging in so that I can receive what I'm doing and yoga in a way it's a receptive disposition, but you're receptive to the demonic world on the flip side. Adoration is a receptive disposition. Everything we have is from God. Everything good is from him. And so to have a receptive disposition is the, the most important, because the more we can be open and receptive, the more he can give us. And the more he wants to give us everything good. He wants to shower us. And so to hope to turn to him with a receptive heart, with receptive hands and allow him to, to fill us, to give us his peace. 
you know, he can't give us what we're not open to receiving, what we're not asking for, because he also gave us free will because he loves us so much that he's not going to force anything on us. But when we come to him, he is infinite mercy, infinite goodness. He wants to just give us so much. It's like, it's like when you're a parent, right? You love your kids so much. You just, you want them to have the best. You want what's, you want everything good for them. But if they are like, you know, slamming their bedroom door and they're like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to be with you. I don't want to go with you to, you know, whatever lunch you, you what can you do? You can't, you're, you're not going to force them. Right. And so it's the same with God. He is so good. He's infinite goodness. And so the, the solution is, is to adore. And we can do that in our homes. We can do that in five seconds by just stopping and putting ourselves in his presence, orienting our hearts, our minds to him. We can also do that in a more concrete way because in the Catholic church, uh, we have the Holy Eucharist, which is in the church or in chapels, which is the presence, the true presence of the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ. And so we can literally go be with him physically. And there are what are called adoration chapels all over the country where they're silent, they're peaceful, they're beautiful because the presence of God is there. And therefore we can go sit with him. It's like when you want to be with your spouse or your child or your someone you love, you can just sit with them. You don't even have to say anything. And that brings so much peace. And then there are many other um, prayers we can do, but the Holy Rosary, the Blessed Virgin Mary gave us as a source of peace. And she gave us that knowing that we as little children sometimes don't even know what to do to receive peace. But the Rosary, if we can recite those prayers and allow her to do it, she like a good mother leads us right to her son and, and brings us peace. And so, uh, I guess what the most important point I want to make is there are spiritual and physical solutions to this yoga. And so don't hesitate to get in touch with us, reach back out if you need help and utilize the resources that are available to you. And uh, of course, we're always praying for you and all for our listeners. And um, so I guess that's all that I would have to say, Dawn. So good. Oh my gosh. And I just love how you just easily demonstrated how we can connect to our power source in such a, in such a simple uh, but effective and beautiful way. So thank you so much for just modeling that. Cause I do think, you know, someone that's kind of a baby person in my faith, um, it's so helpful when people like you do that, Rebecca, and just show how simple it is to just connect mm-hmm. with God in that moment. So thank you so much. Well, I hope everyone listening has really um, enjoyed this podcast today. Again, it's not meant to ruffle any feathers, but if anything, just to open your heart um, to get you to maybe see things that maybe the enemy has been blocking you from seeing. Um, and again, just to uh, you know, plug in more to your power source, um, Jesus Christ. So thank you guys so much. Um, as we wrap it up though, I do want to let you know, um, when Rebecca was talking about praying the rosary, um, we just recently, um, we had her do a, a zoom, our Facebook live in our group where she actually, her and her beautiful mother, uh, prayed the rosary and taught us how to do that. 
So many of you may be like me, like, I don't even know how to pray the rosary. And so it's such a powerful weapon. And so I just really want to invite you guys to be a part of our growing community. Um, we have a Facebook group called Protect Your Peace. Um, that's P-E-A-C-E. Okay. <laughs> Protect Your Peace. <laughs> Former English nerd of me is coming out. Um, and then also, guys, we have a website. Um, that is, you know, kicking off the ground. It's just protectyourpeace.live, L-I-V-E. And that's really the easiest way to access um, our podcast. You can either watch it like right here through YouTube, um, or maybe you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, but that connects you to all of those ways to listen to our podcast. Our goal is to uh, have two every month that comes out for you to listen to. Um, and also, I know I need to connect our Facebook group to that website. So I'm going to make sure that that happens. So it makes it easy for you guys to connect to our group. But um, but anyways, um, just we're so grateful for your time today. I know how precious that is. And, um, you know, we are just on a mission to bring more truth to light. And uh, just thank you so much for listening. And I hope that you guys have a blessful rest of the day. God bless, friends. God bless. God bless. Thank you so much for joining the Protect Your Peace podcast, where we are so honored to glorify God by bringing the truth to light. We would love your help growing our ministry. So please visit our website at protectyourpeace.live and share this with family and friends. God bless everyone.